This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, and today I'm here with a special client story, and I have Justin Tomney from Ultra Bright Lights with us. And Justin works with Dan Bartley, one of the uh, CFOs at Pro CFO Partners. And Justin, I spent some time on your website, and I'm really interested in how you started uh, getting involved with Ultra Bright Lights. But let's back up. What is Ultra Bright Lights? Let's tell everybody what it is you do and who you do it for. Sure. Ultra Bright Lights is an emergency vehicle supplier. We operate entirely on the internet, uh, providing bright and affordable lights for first responders um, across America and even around the world. So right away, there's a couple things that I really love. One is you've got a, a specific audience, a specific market. It's for emergency vehicles. And you've got a, a specific commerce channel, which is strictly internet, strictly e-commerce. What was your decision um, to go strictly e-commerce with, uh, with your distribution? I think um, primarily it was my age, being a little bit younger. That was kind of, I grew up on the internet and that's what I've known best. But beyond that, I think that's where the world is going as a whole. Um, more recently during COVID, I mean, e-commerce was the place to be. And uh, we've been in there and, and we were able to excel um, during a time like COVID and, and uh, even before COVID too. Everything was just on e-commerce. Everybody wants everything um, as easily as possible and delivered as fast as possible. And uh, that's what I focus on day in and day out. And, and that's where we excel the most. Are there any unique challenges that that presents to you? I can't imagine, you know, some sort of a brick and mortar storefront for what Ultra Lights does. But so I think that you're absolutely right that I, I love this, uh, this strictly e-commerce, strictly online. And I also am really interested in how your own sort of, as you, you said, your age or your own sort of uh, station, your digital station has informed that. But what unique challenges does that present to the business? The biggest one by far is inventory. Um, there, you know, Amazon has created this this model of delivering things in, in two days and sometimes one day. Everybody wants everything now. Um, in order for e-commerce to really compete with brick and mortar, where you can walk in the store and walk out with the product within a matter of a few minutes, e-commerce needs to have the product available in stock and be able to deliver it um, to any part of the United States. In and again, what Amazon has established now is two days as the standard. Um, so carrying that inventory, managing that inventory, and the cash flow to support that inventory is by far the biggest challenge. And that is some sophisticated stuff. As you said, w- w- the buyer, the consumer has these expectations that are driven by somebody with the global reach um, of of an Amazon. When you started the business, let's talk about that just a second. Uh, you mentioned your age. So you're kind of a young startup um, what made you start the business? How did you get going uh, in this direction? I was originally a volunteer firefighter. So I just saw a need that people needed bright and affordable lights. Being a volunteer, you're not paid. So everything you do is out of your own pocket. And uh, at the time, some of the lights that were out there were were really expensive. And you know, if you had a budget of a few hundred dollars, you could maybe buy one or two lights. But I thought if I can bring in more affordable lighting, you could have an entire vehicle for a few hundred dollars. And uh, when I first started, I was actually manufacturing the lights and I was soldering up the lights myself, um, really got to know the product um, right down to the, the the PCB board and how everything worked. And uh, now we don't do that anymore. But 
uh, that's kind of how the company started. And uh, we kept that affordable lighting mantra uh, from the very beginning. And even today, we still try to have the most affordable lights that are super bright so we can support our volunteer firefighters. Uh, it's, 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 there's so much that you just shared that I love. How long have you been in business? Uh, 15 years, actually. It's our 15th anniversary this year. Congratulations. That's just fantastic. You know, I'm, uh, I relate, I've got this idea, I'm a digital marketer. And so I spend a lot of time with websites. And one of the things that I coach when I, when I go in and do some teaching or training is I coach younger people who are used to kind of these drag and drop easy models. It's really great. If you know how to code, if you can get under the hood and do stuff. And I imagine that you're, I'm picturing you late at night with a soldering iron and smoke (laughs) and all this kind of stuff. But I think that probably, uh, helped shape you as a leader and as a as a uh, a product expert and you know as a business runner and owner and manager. I bet that those those experiences helped shape the kind of leader and business that you have today. Do you agree? Absolutely. I I share with uh, potential prospects and even our current employees all the time that there's very few, if any, jobs here that I I haven't done or was the first person to do. So. Um, it has a, or I have a great understanding for what everybody does and, and, and a great appreciation for what they do because uh, like I said I was the first one to do that or uh, I did it at one point and I, I know what it takes to, to excel in that job. And uh, I think that that culture has really resonated and um, gives me a deep appreciation for the employees and the value that they bring. Good for you. That says a lot about uh, the culture of Ultra Bright Lights. How how large is your team, or, or how big of a group are you managing, or are you uh, asking other managers to manage? We're fifteen right now, 15, 15 employees, and uh, you know we grew from just myself a couple of years ago, and uh, then I hired my wife, or who's now my wife, girlfriend at the time, and uh, we've just grown it up to to fifteen people, and we're continuing to grow. I want to ask you about that growth in, in a second. Uh, I love what you shared about how you're a guy who there's nothing you haven't done around here. I've, I've picked up the mop and I've, I've swept the floors. I know what's going on in, in this organization. What kind of leader are you? Do you think, are you a really hands-on kind of like to get in there almost an engineering mindset or are you more of a, let me set the vision. Let me be the creator of, of direction and strategy or, 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 and, and is that something that's evolving? Have you noticed yourself sort of changing or, or growing into a different kind of role? Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, ProCFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC Financial Flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com Yes, so I've I've really become a true CEO over the last uh, probably two years or so. Um, I built my leadership team under me who now manages um, all the people who, who do things, you know, the day-to-day operation. And uh, I find my time being spent more and more in, in meetings and uh, just managing bigger projects and bigger things rather than uh, being able to deal with the customer and what product specifically is being shipped out and, uh, you know, smaller issues like that. Um, so I would say my approach I like to be hands-on, but I think just 
my time is, is being spread thin and I, I don't really get that time anymore, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, it certainly as, as we've grown, I, I've noticed I used to have a, a connection and time to speak with everybody individually, you know, probably every day. And um, now I don't really quite have that time to speak to people and find out what they're working on and what's going on and what the issues are and things like that. But um, having my leadership team under me is uh, has been really helpful to make sure that the issues are still being addressed and customers' needs are being met and and product issues are are being addressed and whatever sort of fires pop up throughout the day and the week. Good for you. I, I feel like that's a great uh, sort of introduction as you talk about your leadership team. I know that Dan Bartley works with you as your part-time CFO. Uh, talk to me just a little bit about that relationship. What what uh, led you to a part-time CFO uh, versus hiring a full-time employee, or did you consider that, or what's what's been your experience with just the role of the CFO in your organization? Yeah, I think I needed a, a CFO type position for for I needed one for a long time before uh, finally I found Pro CFO and, and Dan. Um, they they just allow me to understand the finances more than than I could on a QuickBooks report. You know, if I just ran a QuickBooks report, I might not really understand what it is. But having Dan there uh, to really get a better understanding of, of what's going on with the business and the decisions I'm making and the effects that that's having. You know, if we wanted to add another person to payroll, what kind of effects would that have? Um, you know, what the budget looks like. So having Dan here um, has been super helpful to really understand the finances and make sure everything's staying in check and uh, we're not overextending ourselves and, and we can afford that very expensive but valuable inventory that I mentioned earlier. That's interesting. I've spent some time with Dan and he's an incredibly smart person. What unique skill sets do you think he brings uh, that make you pick up the phone and, and think, or, you know, I really need to run this by Dan. Uh, I think you, you pointed out kind of, it's really easy to compartmentalize the idea of somebody in the financial functions of the organization helping me make sense of reports. But that's so narrow and, and limited when, when you think about strategic opportunity that's there to have somebody who's, you know, your complement, your strategic complement to help you think about these things. How does Dan uniquely do that for you? What, what does he do that's, I don't know, special or unique in your perspective? Yeah, I would say he's he's almost like a, a detective of the finances. Oh. Um, <laughs> recently, there was um, our, our shipping costs have skyrocketed just because of everything going on in the world. And uh, he kind of uncovered that and realized that we were um, taking in a lot more freight via airplane, which is uh, typically much more expensive. And he kind of figured all this out and brought it to me and said, you know, like your costs are up. And I said, well, yeah, that, that absolutely makes sense. That's exactly what we've been doing. We've been switching a lot of things to airplane. And and that's just the result of the increasing costs and longer lead times that we're seeing for different products and uh, the Suez Canal blockage, you, you know, you name it, COVID, whatever the whatever the uh, the problem of the week is. Um, and he was able to kind of figure all that out and bring it to me. And uh, it made 100% sense of, of what was happening. Um, so for me, I knew that was happening, but I didn't know the implications that it was having on the finances. But uh, when he laid it all out, we kind of figured out how that's playing into the margin and what that's doing for the budget. Um, it really it made a lot more sense. And uh, we were able to get a grasp of that. And uh, I think since then, that, that was an issue maybe two or three months ago. We've uh, we've corrected course and uh, we're on track to really uh, correct those issues moving forward and and uh, hopefully make more money. <laughs> That's fantastic. If you could have a conversation with uh, 10 years ago, you, 
guy who's soldering in the dark, you know, with his goggles <laughs> on you. That's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing this Tony Stark building Iron Man type of a thing. But <laughs> if you could have a conversation with earlier CEO version you or somebody out there who's who's starting a business or struggling with the, you know, day-to-day sort of management of, of all the things of a growing business, do you have any guidance or advice when it comes to this idea of a CFO or a part-time CFO? Do you wish you'd done it sooner? Do you wish you'd done it differently? Uh, would you tell others, hey, you should jump on this and make this happen because it will save you something? Or what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I would say anybody, you know, if you're, if you're running a business that's um, kind of complex in, in even the smallest way, uh, where, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, inventory, a lot of transactions, uh, whatever it might be, I would say you definitely should consider a CFO. Um, I had so many people tell me you didn't need a CFO, you know, you're not at the right size. Um, I would tell all those people they were all wrong. And uh, having a CFO has has allowed us to um, excel and and just thrive so much more um, had we than if we did not have a CFO. Uh, that, part up. Uh, that allows us to thrive so much more than if we did not have a, a CFO. Um, so I would I would say if you're thinking about it, it's probably time for you to to consider one. That's a great sort of anecdote for it. If you're thinking about it, that's your sign. It's probably time. What, uh, Justin, what's next? What's, what's five years from now for you? What's, as you think about your growth trajectory, don't, don't reveal any of your, you know, keen secrets about the company, but where do you want to be? Where, where are you headed? I look at us primarily as a, as a great marketing company and a great e-commerce company. And I think that's where we're going to continue to thrive. Um, so it, while we love the product that we sell and we're all very passionate about it, I think there's other products that we could sell as well if they fit into, um, you know, fit into what we're really good at uh, in terms of marketing and, and delivering the product. So I think as time goes on, we're going to explore other markets um, that, that can fit our business model. Well, I can't wait to see what you do and how you do it. And congratulations on, Really just an incredible story and an incredible success uh, so far. Justin Tomney, CEO and founder of Ultra Bright Lights. He's at ultrabrightlights.com. Lights is spelled with a Z. And uh, Justin, thanks so much for sharing some time this morning and uh, fascinating, um, you know, celebration, I guess, of what you've accomplished and where you're headed. And I'm glad that, uh, that Dan and ProCFO Partners have been able to be part of the journey with you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.